Hello, and welcome to the Character Arc Podcast. My name is Richard. And I'm Ted. In this podcast, every week we talk about a movie we just saw. How this is going to work is we're going to start by each giving a synopsis of the film. This synopsis will be the first time that either of us knows how we felt about the movie. And then we're going to move on to a more open discussion. Uh, where we talk about things we've liked, things we didn't like, and some things we would change if we were the ones making the movie. This week, we're talking about The Lion King. Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast, others spend their lives in the dark. Well, the thing is, <laughs> we've seen this movie, so it's not exactly, it wouldn't be new to each other to be like, oh, did you like this movie? But we'll give our own synopsis all the same, right? Because, you know, you know, it, it's the same. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the, to get into the synopsis is weird. My synopsis of this movie actually is that, um, yes, please. The Walt Disney organization sits you down in a dark room and explains the plot to a better movie they made 25 years ago. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's so much better. (laughs) Fighting words. I decided to actually just kind of go off on the old, the old plot line, but not really. Okay. Anyway, here's, here's my synopsis. So, uh, cocky boy. Gets his father killed and absconds to Paradise Island, where he lives with hippies and harmony, but is pulled back into reality as he chases that afternoon delight back to his his home and kills yet another family member. You know, that's a fair point. Even before his father died, life is still better with Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd probably just stay. Who wants to <laughs> who wants to rule over a bunch of animals? And of course, they make that, that point uh, when they return. Timon's like, well, this, this is your home? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I got to say, the this this movie, this is the future because it's just amazing. Because the animals, you know, I don't know how they got all these animals to be in it, all these wild animals. I mean, how do they train them? <laughs> do you know? I mean. This is a live action movie, it's supposedly. A li- right, exactly. Um, how did they do that? It's just yeah. astounding. I liked the cat's performances. Um, <laughs> oh, God. The bird was a little... I mean, they, they even got Simba to emote. How do, how do you do that to a cat? Not only that, a wild animal. They're not even domesticated. I mean, think about that. And they got a whole bunch of animals to stand next to each other. Although, I don't know, if you look over into the bottom right uh, during the Circle of Life opening, you can see a man holding a box and just waiting for his cue to open up the box and all the birds fly out. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Yeah, it happened, guys. Look for it. Um, yeah, it's insane. Um, uh, actually, I, I almost as a as a synopsis for the movie, one idea I had was rampant animal cruelty, yeah. mainly because like in the fighting at the end, it looks kind of rough because oh, the animals yeah. do look kind of real. They're totally, they're totally. <laughs> Just, go- what do you mean they look real? That those are real lions going at it right now. They said live action. I'm I'm completely sold on it. I mean, how do they do the talking though? I mean, uh, peanut, butter, of, peanut right? butter on the yeah, mouth. Just, yeah, just I mean, I guess mouth. almond butter for because you know they're not domesticated, right? They're <laughs> something a little fancier. To they're them. refined. Yeah, they're a little more refined, right? <laughs> I can jump right into that if you don't mind me. Yeah, let's jump right into it. Ripping off from your <laughs> from, from your animals. Um, my actually one of my biggest complaints about this movie would be that. This it's not this specific thing isn't, but this is tied to all of it, which is that the animals don't really emote. Yeah, they have dead cat faces, not, not dead cat faces, but <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> but just 
monotonous animal faces through most of the movie, which is fine in in a movie that wants to do that. But this story depends on these being people. Right. And they're not people, but when they when this movie is animated, like traditionally animated, because it is actually animated still, um, just in a different way. But when it was animated as a cartoon, as a hand-drawn cartoon, those characters were much more elaborate and sort of... They were more animated, you might yes, say. Yes, yes. <laughs> so like Scar, for example, uh, Jeremy Iron Scar is better for a lot of reasons. For one, his voice performance is way more grating. This, and the Scar as a character, yeah, he looks a different color than the other lines, which is somewhat unrealistic, but he's more defined as a as a as a character. Whereas this Scar looks like a lion with mange, and he just yeah, okay. kind of is in a bad mood all the time. All it's the not, time. he doesn't stand out as like that Scar. Same, I feel that way about all of the characters. Mm-hmm. They all just look like someone shot a bunch of animals. I mean, it is indeed. Wait, how, how did they shoot them? <laughs> With a camera. Um, which, of course, they're animated, but they're animated to look like real creatures and to behave like real creatures, which takes away from you feeling connected to them as characters because they don't smile and they don't squint. And I think there's one point when he, when Scar's like, I saw the look in your father's face. Like, he looked like a fucking cat looking at you. He did, yeah. He didn't, uh, he didn't have fear or terror. Or... I agree. Like, the the emotional parts like that they're trying to convey, it was dulled, most certainly. And, you know, uh, I think just right off the bat, not because the 1994 it was 1994 right yes um that one came out first ha- i don't i really don't think it has anything to do with that i agree with you it's the medium in terms of like having more of a 2d animated story mm-hmm. i think that carries a lot more than this one granted yeah i mean seeing the this... animals the the live action animals at play was nice it's but pretty yeah no nah, but see i i i would argue against that i think I think the original is prettier for for reasons we can get into, but to be clear, though, this movie's identical. Not not 100% identical, but it is like 97% identical. Every once in a while, there's an extra line in the scene, but the scenes are the same scenes with mostly the same dialogue. Even the shots are composed the same way. This movie... It had one additional scene, but that was about it. Yeah, but that was about it. And so you... You would wonder, well, that movie's really good. The 94 version's really good, and it is a very good movie. Why isn't this one? And so that's where I get into where, well, because you can't just plaster the same images but make them realistic animals. The reason why that one is so good is because these it's not just the characters. It is, but it's how those characters are shown to us. They're shown to us in this very animated and interesting way. There's A lot of that movie is animated actually in a kind of an abstract way, particularly when you get into certain sequences, which we can go into, but I don't want to jump too far ahead if you want to talk about the characters more. What do, what do you mean they're more abstract? The original, the 1994 <laughs> yes, version? Yes. How do you mean that it was more abstract? See, that's where I'm talking about like the sequences with like the songs and stuff. Uh, I don't know if abstract is the word, but I know where you're going. It's where it's there's more... I Can't Just Wait to Be King is not... Oh, my God. It was so that, toned that down. Thing, that thing, that, that sequence in the cartoon, there's vibrant pinks and oh, yellows and yeah. oranges, and the animals are doing all this weird dancing and stuff like that. And I know that... Oh, it's fantastic. You just the, can't do that in this unless you do something really weird with the animals. So it's just Simba running through the watering hole with animals just kind of crowding around. It's not realistic that they would lose Azu because it's not chaotic enough. Right. And it also ends up being really dull. Like most of those sequences, with, which is how I feel with all the songs, is that 
the song's playing and you're just watching animals walk around. They're not yeah. dancing. Same goes with the the Scar Be Prepared song. That song, like, Good the huge lesson. shadows and the geysers of, like... See, do you, you know... <laughs> I made that gesture in the theater. I don't know if you caught that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. are they going to have those? But they didn't. And, and then I the, was so disappointed. the hyenas do like the lockstep, like military yeah. march. This stuff brings a vibrancy to the movie. That then that's the word. When you translate the exact same script into something that's kind of looks like in a, a nature documentary, yeah. suddenly that same script is kind of dull. And it's not, look, the plot of The Lion King is fine. It's still good. But you've taken all the heart and all of like the the energy and all of the soul from it. You've just drained it into this. Like the songs were great, but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like the impression I just gave off was that the original was better just because it was the original. But no, yeah, uh, when you have these these giant montages, yeah, it should be very vibrant. Um, but it wasn't when they did the whole chasing. I was just it's 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 just dull. The chasing, yeah, just trying to escape Zazu. Yeah, it was very dull. Um, but it's like, I mean, what are you going to do with that, right? If you, because like, if you're trying to maintain this sort of consistency that they're animals, they're not going to go, they're not going to contort themselves. But then that's where I Which feel like why this, it doesn't, this movie shouldn't exist. Yeah, exactly. It really shouldn't exist because this, this is one of Disney's best animated movies in their entire catalog. And what they've done is neutered it. They've just made yeah. it this, <laughs> they've, <laughs> yes, that is. <laughs> Uh, we're sticking with like animal puns. Right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. That's yeah, that's right. Like yeah, there were some laughs, but they they don't hold a candle to the original. And it just goes to like the you can adapt the the Lion King into this style of movie, but you can't make it the same. You can't make it identical. You have to, actually that one scene that's different than the original movie, like the one whole sequence that doesn't exist in the original movie, when Nala's trying to leave. Because I think in the original movie... They just cut to it. She's just she's there just hunting there. Pumbaa, yeah. and then Simba finds her. In this one, you see her kind of escape. And right. it's actually one of the best scenes in the movie, in my opinion, because it's, it's new, new and it fits... Because it's new, it fits with this style of... of, of Shooting right, and like if you're gonna have it a little more it, toned down and serious. She's essentially this. sneaking through like a cat. He's using his ability to smell and do things like that to see if to maybe find her. And Zazu kind of distracts him by being a flappy, annoying bird. And so this scene was this this one and only scene that was written for this movie plays to the strengths of this style of filmmaking, whereas everything else just crams the animated movie into this style of filmmaking, right. and it doesn't work. You can make this movie entirely new and still have the plot of The Lion King and maybe pay homage to scenes, but essentially rewrite the movie. You'd have to. So I and feel it like could be very good. There's two points that we're going to diverge on that. So I think one of which, uh, still talking about the style, you want to talk about The Jungle Book, right? Yes. Because we're talking about John Favreau, who also directed this. And The Jungle Book, yeah. And The Jungle Book was... And Iron Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's got a Disney thing. I He's guess. got a Disney. Uh, uh, yeah, but the, that's the thing about the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book has familiar, familiar characters, and it touches on scenes and like the remind you, hey, this scene. Yeah. But then the scene's different. It, yes, exactly. It tells its own story that is fitting for a live action movie. It doesn't play the entire the songs in their entirety because I think John Favreau probably knew. I can't just have these animals singing because it's going to look weird. It's not going to do fantastic things. It has the full... The only full song it has is the King Louis song. It, it Blue whistles his song. 
Bare yes, Necessities, he but actually, he doesn't actually Okay, sing we're it. talking about the same one. Because I know that there's another <laughs> there's another Jungle Book movie. That's not it's not related to Disney though. It's not. No. But it essentially covers the same well, I mean obviously it covers the same uh, plot. That's an adaptation of the book. Whereas the the John Favreau Jungle Book is an adaptation of the, of the cartoon yeah. which adapts the book. Probably I assume the cartoon doesn't adapt, adapt the book that well. Right, right. <laughs> just yeah. guessing. I was just like, wait, which one did John Favreau do? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it it <clears throat> it it gives you little winks and nudges, like, hey, you remember the cartoon, but it tells a story fitting for what for, that for what's happening. Mm-hmm. This literally, I cannot stress this enough. If you haven't seen the movie yet, which you may listen to this be, regardless of spoilers, because you've already seen this movie, <laughs> you have, and it's not that the movie's boring because you've already seen it. That's not the problem. The problem is because you've seen it and you've seen it. In this one drains all life from it it drains what made the original one fun and interesting it was just iconic it was tepid like at some points i did think that like in terms of um the colors uh it was great but it didn't it didn't carry the same type of vibrancy from the original so yeah so they, they they were limited so instead of trying to uh adjust it into something new as you're saying like with jungle book as I said, they can't contort animals to be in this sort of like weird design for the visual sequences, um, the, the song sequences. I can talk about some stuff that I did kind of like, which before I get into anything that is entertaining about this movie, please, if your kid has never seen The Lion King, show them the real Lion King. The real one. Don't show them this one. And also, maybe no one really needs to see this movie. I don't think anyone really needs to see this one, to be honest. It's a it's a cash grab. It's really what it is. It is just such a copy and paste, but less fun yeah. and less enjoyable. Although, you know, hey, it's got a star-studded cast. Most of them are fine. Um, Timon yeah. and Pumbaa were pretty funny. Voice acting-wise, yeah, great. Although, see, here's another thing. So already with the style kind of downgrading the vibrancy, um, but even the songs... They sounded like... Yeah, I mean, like... N- they were a little phoned in, kind no, of sounding. Uh, I don't know. Like, especially with Seth Rogen, nothing against him, but I know he probably couldn't hit some of those notes. So he ended up just kind of like talk, kind of like Les Mis, where right, they just yeah. kind of like talk sing. <laughs> <laughs> where if they couldn't have done it visually, I think audio, song-wise, right. they could have like ramped that up, but they, they didn't in some cases. I felt like the songs were fine, but they're Let's, <laughs> they're not. Yeah, like I, I think it's hit or miss on the songs. I think some of the songs are really good, and some like yeah, I agree with you. Like, uh, can you feel the love tonight? Tonight, can you feel the love tonight? Uh, probably one of the most famous songs from the Lion King because it was word. a single hit. Yep. Um, and in the tonight. original Lion King, it is Simba and Nala having a tussle in the woods at night. <laughs> A little um, bit of foreplay. This entire song in this movie, for some pl- some reason, takes place in broad daylight. Which, well, Did, like, like you, you could do it at any... Why? why? The song, yeah. Tonight is in the word. The name <laughs> it's, of the in song. The, it's in the lyrics. To which we thought, we were like, before we said anything, we were giving it a chance. Because, like, it seemed like it was in the late afternoon. And they were going to kind of, like, go into the night. But no, the whole sequence is in the day. <laughs> the day. Which if we want to talk about weird time travel in this movie. Um, when after they go to the elephant graveyard and the exact same scene again from the previous movie plays in front of you, which Simba goes up to talk to his father. Simba sits down next to Mufasa and it's like dusk. It's like you see the orange. And then in, the, in a matter of like two seconds, 
it becomes pitch black night with the stars out. And it's like, why didn't you just start the scene at night? Why did you have to do that weird transition where like the the sun just drops? Symbolism. I don't know. I don't know. Symbolism. Symbolism. Yeah. Did you feel like the only voice actor I'd actually kind of criticize? And I don't know. I I might have to watch the original movie again. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. You bite your tongue. Uh. Don't you say it. James Earl Jones sounded like... I knew like, you were going to say He sounded like he was tired. <laughs> I, for some reason, I felt like in some cases his voice was a little too clean. He didn't have if like... The, he didn't have that gravitas in the original He has booming... Word. Yeah, and that sort of low growl. And this but he just kind of... It was kind of... Yeah. It was clean. It was cleaner. But in a way that made Mufasa less intimidating and no, less I like, wise. I don't know. Like, I... I wish he sounded like he did before. Like, that's the one voice actor you got, and he sounds kind of... He still sounds like James Earl Jones, but it just felt like James Earl Jones kind of didn't care, or he's like... Maybe he too knew. It was just like, well, I guess we're doing this again. (laughs) I mean, since it's the same exact fucking script, they could have just used the dialogue he already (laughs) recorded, because he doesn't say anything new. Yeah, yeah, they could have done that. Why not? Which Um, they, they add things on some scenes, like a character will say one extra line. And almost every time, that line was something that I thought, I'd probably cut that out of the movie. Oh, what you did before. <laughs> it was just nuanced, like unnecessarily so. It's like in an, it's a way to, make it, to excuse them from redoing the same movie shot for shot, right? To which we do have a bit of a gripe with this because we were talking about the, the screenplay, the screenwriters. Yeah. Um, apparently in this one, it seems like it's a brand new person writing this. Uh, I don't know this person. I don't know the history, but we looked this up. Do you have the, the guy who's credited for this movie? I have the, I have the yeah. original credits. Uh, I have it as uh, Jeff Nathanson. But Jeff Nathanson is credited as screenplay by on this movie. But that Jeff Nathanson did not, is not credited in any way in the original film. Uh, the screen by, screenplay by credit on the original film is Irene Mechie, Jonathan Roberts, and Linda Wolverton. These people didn't get a screenplay adapted by, adapted from, or a even a story by credit. Some, yeah. some like executive got a story by credit. They got a characters by credit. This screenplay, this is like if you plagiarized a <laughs> essay for college and changed and like you, two sentences. Right. It it is it is so identical to the original that I I know that Disney owns the rights to both screenplays and both movies, so it's not actually plagiarism. But I think it's offensive to the people who wrote yes. the better movie. Again, the screenplay is almost identical, so it's, the writing's not really different. I don't know what John... Uh, what is his name? I don't know. Jeff Nathanson? Jeff Nathanson. I don't know what he fucking did. That guy, I don't know how much money he made for this. He literally sat down, transcribed the movie, and then was like, <laughs> I'll add this line. It's he, my original comment. He did that like three times, and then he added one scene, which is a f- good scene. Yeah, but that was a good scene. Other than that, out of... An hour, 45, 50 minute movie, his original content is maybe three minutes of writing. I, that's, that's really insulting to these people who wrote a cultural phenomenon. Right. When The Lion King was new, it took the world by storm. It, it was the most popular Disney movie in like decades. And I'm pretty sure it continues to be one of their most successful movies, animated movies of all time. And to, to just copy it and not even credit the people who wrote it is disgusting. Yeah. This may sound like his in his defense, but uh, I don't really want to say that. I, well, let's get to the bottom of this. So I don't know if this was in the original when uh, Timon and Pumbaa were just hanging out before Nala comes. Were they singing? Yes. They don't sing as much. 
Yeah. But this one, they built a whole sequence. They do sing The Lion Sleeps Tonight in the original, but they only sing it for like 15 seconds. Yeah, I was going to say, this one, they add that long. They sing most of the song, actually. Okay. But I mean, that song's not even a Disney song. It's just just a real song. But they do. What? They they do start it in the original. They just don't go as far with it, which that is a pretty funny sequence. True, true, true. Yeah, I mean, like the juxtaposition of what what happens. (laughs) Yeah, that that was about. I think stupid faces. (laughs) (laughs) That was about the only time that I actually uh, cracked up laughing out like really hard. Um, Timon is adorable, not as a character, just the little meerkat creature. Yes, adorable. I was gonna say. So uh, (laughs) this is part of like the uh, the animation for the mannerisms. Like I know they definitely. Just the little. There's one point where uh, he's talking about when Simba's about to leave, and there's like a bush, and he just decides to like patter at it. <laughs> it like, he, he gets when they when they first meet Simba, and a, he's talking, and a bug flies by, and he's kind of distracted by Distract, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the movie could have done more of that to give it more life and vibrancy. Yeah. Is, See if they went with that, it's like make fun of the fact that they're just animals. Yes. Because in the 2D version, they're more uh, anthropomorphized, Yeah, right? they're, they're right. humans yeah. just in the shape of animals. Exactly. Yeah. So in this one, they could have done more with that. Since it would have been funny. Yeah, I think that would have been funnier. I mean, okay, so we laughed at a part where uh, <laughs> where Scar, while he's talking with Mufasa, decides to plop on a, against a rock. <laughs> and you're just like, yep, yep, they're cats. And there's that. The animation is very good. They they look and move like cats, which sometimes undermines the drama, like in that yeah, scene. Because <laughs> you're yes. like, oh, that's just a big dumb cat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, yeah, that was cute. So yeah, if they kept going with that, I think they could have gone with that angle. I know this this subject oh, has been brought sorry, up. baby up? baby Pumbaa, just adorable oh, too. Shit. <laughs> that little pig. <laughs> oh, you can Kills get to the butterfly. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, obviously there are some good parts of this, um, but I know this 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 topic has been brought up previously, but you know Scar. Mm-hmm. When did he get his name? Was it before the scars or was it after the scars? Because if it was after the scars, that's kind of like adding insult to injury. It's like, oh, what, what, what are we going to call this guy? Huh? Well, he's got uh, the scars. We'll call him Scar. Well, you can, you can see a world in which like Mufasa really is the bad guy. Bear with me here. He No, no, I'm, I'm on board. He scarred Scar, <laughs> whose name was like Jeff before. <laughs> or Brad. And then he scars him. Just tells everyone, now you have to call him Scar. (laughs) Meanwhile, Scar goes down and tries to help feed these really, like, starving, highly neglected and banished people who have this whole society, the hyenas, who even say, like, they've been kind of pushed out to this land where they can't eat. They have no food. And he goes and tries to, like, feed the needy and give them a place to be and include them (laughs) in the kingdom. And That's Mufasa just like Mufasa just runs up and assaults them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Scar was right. <laughs> but you gotta okay. So that scene where they're talking, um, I don't know what it is. There are three instances where they really just like mashing, like Mufasa is really just putting his thumb down on Scar, where he's like, "I beat you. I scarred you." You're going to have to listen to my son. <laughs> Let me just remind you. Let me go to your home and tell just you. Rub and just it in rub every this day. salt into your wounds. And then, and then when Simba does it too, he's like, isn't it going to be weird that I get to get order you around? <laughs> I like that Mufasa goes to see Scar the first time after 
literally every animal in like a 50 square mile radius came to watch his son be born or were held up and yeah. he's like but you weren't there yeah it's just but scar gets his comeuppance uh because after you know after mufasa dies like oh simba what what did you do <laughs> you got your dad killed it's just like we're gonna call you dad killer now <laughs> uh yeah and i was just like man those insults they were just like not holding anything back they were just like make sure they got those javelins in just like poking them in i like the hyenas they were pretty well done i think so too um they changed them more than because they weren't they were funny and silly like the hyenas were in the in the cartoon version but they had more personality than those did. And that was probably one of the bigger changes as far as anything that actually goes through the movie, although it doesn't change the actual plot or the right. scenes in any real meaningful way. Right. At least they were, at least you were watching something semi-new. They weren't caricaturized, if that's the word yeah. I can say. Like, when I, when I picture it now, like, they were just, like, goofy beyond belief. Um, uh, the one played by Whoopi Goldberg in the original cartoon was, was serious and normal-ish, but then the two male ones... Uh, well, Ed Ed was the one who just cackles and doesn't speak, and is just right. really stupid. Which I think that's the one that went off the cliff. Yeah, because there were four. Yeah, and that <laughs> and, one dies brutally. Just I mean, never to be spoken of again. <laughs> just right. The other the other ones that stopped. They don't even mention. Yeah, that the just other like one died. not even the decency to say, "Oh no, Ed." <laughs> And I was like, oh, he's gone. We didn't give a shit about him. <laughs> I think he goes over the cliff in the cartoon, too, but he hits the the, pa- the thorn patch, and then he shoots back up because cartoon style. Right. This one, I guess There's he no just splatters on the ground. Right. Oh, I noticed one weird thing, and if anybody hasn't seen this and you're obviously going to go watch this, if you, after it's toward the end, when the lightning strikes, it hits the tree and lights everything on fire. Why is there fire at the top of the mountain? Did you? I don't know if you saw that. It like I'm not. Was there fire at the top? Yes, or was it just, and just like, like one little up. one little uh, yeah. surface area up top. But no, it wasn't just one. It was like two or three because it circles around the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I saw. I was like, why? That's a random place to have fire. Yeah, look. Uh, like if I could just pull up a picture, I wish I could. I take it's, it. It's, it's on just there. Forcing a just, dramatic just moment. to make it look yeah. nice. Yeah. Since we're talking about like uh, the mannerisms of the the animals, I really liked Rafiki's uh, "Get off my lawn!" Kind of <laughs> he got the stick and just kind of like pounding it around, or any just anything Rafiki when he throws his hands up and he's like, "Yes," <laughs> just like an old man, just kind of like. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about how Rafiki knew that Simba was alive? Oh. Through a weirdly long sequence of a tuft of Simba's hair Through... crossing Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, okay. Okay, that's another sequence that was added. Granted, that could have been done Nothing better. happens, and it would have been totally fine. If I thought they were going to... I think they were trying to do it as, like, a it's cir- part of a cycle. Cir- yeah, yeah, I think so, too. But... but when they first... When the tuft of fur went up to that bird, it's like, get the shit out of my fucking nest. <laughs> <laughs> this is my home. And then, yeah, and then it gets eaten and then goes through a giant dung beetle's uh, dinner for two weeks cracks open and flies some more yeah what a weird sequence to just bring that about it was just super unnecessary didn't really add anything to the movie and it's long yeah do you think that john favreau made the movie this way john favreau is a talented director most of his movies are quite good and he even in this he it's not like his directing is necessarily all that bad it's just the wrong medium for this movie it had to be something entirely different like it looks good just from a from a dry 
standpoint. It, mm-hmm. It's like visually realistic, um, which isn't always the best way to go with art. I wonder if he made it this way because Disney was like, do you want to make The Lion King? And he was like, no one should remake The Lion King. That, that's a, Gus Van Sant famously did that with Psycho. He made a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho. Oh, yeah, with uh, Vince Vaughn? And he, he claims that he did it that way because the, the studio was going to make it no matter what. So he took it and made sure that it was just the identical Hitchcock Psycho uh-huh. because he believed that no one should remake Psycho. So if he... So he took one for the team? Essentially, yes. He, he made it so that no one really remembers his version because it's just the same. It's just the same. Hmm. Good man. Good man. So since we're talking about this, we're... we're Someone can remake something. So it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like with the standards for cinema, it's, it's different, right? If someone does a movie and they decide to redo it, they, they're not allowed to. Like, it's, oh, it's almost like the internet, right? The, the long history of the internet. Once it's on the internet and you do it, like, if you repost, you're shat on, right? But then for stage plays, it's kind of not the same. Like, if someone did The Lion King mm-hmm. and then another person did The Lion King, that's acceptable because they're inherently unique experiences because you have a different cast you have a different size theater you have a different set designer you have like it's a it's a performance art it's just like someone singing another song like the performance itself is the art in that i mean the writing is 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 also the art but the performance is such a massive part of that art uh, part of what makes theater still enjoyable to people even though telling a story is kind of easier in film is because it's about the actors doing it right there before you about them putting it on and about the fact that when you see that even if you see the performance by the same cast and just the night after the experience you're having is unique no one else outside of that day those two to three hours no one else will have that experience that you had and so that is inherent to stage whereas that's not to film film is a is a solid once it's made it's made well i was gonna say uh, just taking a devil's advocate because i do agree with you it's just that you know it is Essentially, all of what you just said—it is a new experience with a new cast, with new set designers, and new. Yeah, it's just—it is new. It's... And I think they could have done it in a way that was enjoyable. They just didn't. Right. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> I don't really have a problem with people remaking things. I—I I don't think it's necessary to remake classics. I think where when you go to remakes, you should remake things that weren't that successful and be like, I could do that better, right. and then try to do it better. Or if you just have an interesting new take on it, I think the the Jungle Book qualifies for that. I think the original movie was liked, but then John Favreau's take on that was different. It was unique. It wasn't just copying it. Right. Say I I agree with you on this. As I said, like I I'm 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 of, I'm of the same opinion because like this is how I feel about one of my favorite movies, uh, Infernal Affairs. And granted, Scorsese is a very talented director, and he made The Departed, and it was an adaptation. It wasn't a remake. Right, but I was I was a little upset by it. It was a foreign film, so it's it's a for a different audience. So in some ways that is acceptable, or at least more acceptable. Um, whereas a remake, yeah, I agree. If you're gonna do a remake, you after you have to have something that makes it better than what was. What the question is? What art are you bringing to it? Like, yeah. what is your artistry that makes it? You, you are an artist as the director or the cinematographer and the actors like you are an artist so what why is your performance something i need to see yeah. it should be your style and i'm not saying this isn't their style but it's certainly not their story it's not their they didn't they didn't update it for the modern era they just 
literally just took pictures of the fucking original movie is what it feels like. And it's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was pleasant to see, like... I mean, it really looked like real animals just going about it. Just unfortunately, real animals don't sing songs and dance (laughs) as entertainingly as fake ones do. Um, I honestly, if I if I started watching this at home, or if we weren't going to record the podcast, even if I went out to the theater, I might have walked out. I might have walked. Yeah, I. I, I, I it's just. The same. It's just boring to watch. It and it's yes, it's I, I, that might be confusing for some people because we keep saying it's identical and we like the first one, but it's boring. But this one's boring. But it's it's because the words they say are identical, and the way the camera is showing things are identical. But all the life is taken out of it. And so even the like okay, we I know we just said the voice acting was good, but even then there were times when it just didn't quite carry the the same emotions. It didn't mm-hmm. quite have that sharp feel as the original. It was did. all it was all toned down including yeah. the performances. The performances I agree with that. They were neutered. Yeah, they they were it's like even the actors were told, "No, bring it to a more like realistic level," which is What's they either Can you just the idea of applying the word realistic to this story <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. I want you to act more like a real lion. <laughs> uh. It's a movie about animals. It's a power struggle for a kingdom of animals. Right. That, I mean, if we, if we talk about changes, the changes, like, it's literally don't make this movie. Or... Yeah, I was actually going to say that. <laughs> or just don't just, make it. Like, you just don't need to. Like, there is a beautiful movie out there, one of the best animated movies ever made, that is the same as this, just not boring. <laughs> right. So the changes would have to be dramatic. Uh, actually, here's a change. Here's a single change you can make. Hand draw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and give it life and character. Or you could have done it. You could have done a computer animated. Ah, I don't you know. You just you would have to make them exaggerated examples of animals. They just they can't be. It can't be this nature documentary because that's the movie does kind of look like a nature documentary a lot of times. But then it can't also be this palace intrigue story. <laughs> I feel like when I have imagining what what I imagine in my head for a three D animated not not this live action animated it's just it's uh, it would just insult the 1994 version because probably because but because well if you did it by 3d animation uh by c by c by full computer animation front and back the problem with that is then it truly would be identical to the first one in which case it would be a better movie but then it truly wouldn't need to exist because it doesn't yeah. even change anything. So then you don't need to do that. It has to be the animals have to emote like humans, and they're not capable of doing that. The, and that's probably a key difference with the Lion King, or the Jungle Book too. The so Jungle Book, even though it has animals that behave like these animals and that they they talk and stuff like that, the central character is a human. Yes. is a live action human. On top of that, I think they they don't try to maintain this sort of like. This is the the world, the real of, world yeah. of animals or whatever, mm-hmm. right? It's a very isolated incident where it's like you have the one bear, you've got the orangutan, orangutan, right? And just all these characters centralized around, um, oh, God, I just forgot his name. Mowgli. Yeah, thank you. Mowgli, right? Whereas this one, it's like, this is how all lions are. This is how all of Africa right. is. And so, like, they're kind of bound by these sort of realistic rules. And so they try to adhere to that while also trying to give the 1994 version this sort of, like, style. 
and I think it was just in both worlds and it doesn't quite it doesn't translate well you probably could have been more elaborate with this style of movie and it might have been more like one thing that bothered me was the scene with the stampede that shot in the original movie is fucking epic the, all the dust that like yeah comes up from it. but in this it's kind of a little bit smaller scale mm-hmm. like it's a thinner ravine there are fewer of the wildebeests right and it does have a cool shot that tracks from behind them as they're running down the hill, but you don't get that first scene where, like, you see the rock tremble in the yeah. original movie, and then Simba looks back, and it's just, like, a swarm. And it, it, I, think it's, I think the hand-drawn animation is aided like by CG molasses, in that like, scene. Like, runs off the edge of... And actually, if you had shown me that, if you had copied that scene identically, I think I would have been kind of wowed by that in this movie. But they... Tone it down. Yeah. And it's like, why would you tone it down? There was one shot. Probably because it's a more realistic way the wildebeest move, but I don't care. It's about talking lions. <laughs> there was one <laughs> shot where I was like, wait, so they're standing where the wildebeest originated from, and there's nothing going around, on around them. It's a it's Scar and Mufasa. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, how is there still a continuous stream of wildebeest if they're standing at the base where the wildebeest first went down do I you remember that they're shot? standing on the they side were, yeah i know but when they first showed it showed the sequence uh, oh there's a thunder roar it is right it's just it's, it's just uh, as upset it's, as we are it's uh, the, when remember last week when we talked about crawl it's where we live in florida it's, there's a hurricane yeah. and we'll probably be eaten by alligators soon i oh, know this is mufasa talking to us he's like <laughs> fucking this movie should not have existed um no yeah when they first had the shot it was Mufasa on the left, Scar on the right, and it was just them standing over the wildebeest running about. But really, when they did the 180 shot, where it's kind of like you see them on the cliff, you see it kind of like snakes around. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I, I was didn't really notice, off. I guess. Yeah, I was thrown off by that. I was like, what? Yeah, for change, I, I would say don't make this because, like, I'll, I'll be honest, like, actually, when The Lion King first came out, I wasn't a big fan of it. Really? I loved it. It's I, one of my favorites. I remember, what was it, like, fourth grade or something? Where it's like it was like a Friday night kind of thing. Uh, we got together with another class and we watched Lion King. I was like, oh, I don't really like this movie. Uh, I I don't know. It was just weird. But I mean, I watched it again. I don't know. Sometime in high school and then in college. Yeah, it was really good, and I still really love it. But yeah, I, I really liked it as a kid. Yeah. I watched it a million times. Um, yeah, it didn't. I particularly like the songs in Lion King, which is why it's kind of sad that I don't think all the songs are bad in this. Back when three names were cool. But they're just all. Jonathan oh. Taylor Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, something Gossiter. Hey, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> well, since we, we mentioned the word neutered, um, I'll bring this small detail up. No one had any dangling bits. Not that I was like specifically like looking for details. I was just like, well, there should be, oh, I guess there's nothing there. It was just like a Ken doll kind of a, but furry on top, just kind of. Who neutered Africa? Yep. All of it. All of it. I mean, Europe, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, granted, I mean, that could be very distracting for a kid's movies. Like, oh my God, Mom, what are those? <laughs> Hashtag, where are the lion balls? <laughs> but see, that's the problem with doing something that you, you try to make super realistic. It's like, you, you can't win in this scenario. Like it's... Yeah. See, again, jumping on that, everything we've been saying right now, doing that... You, there's certain expectations, and they have to adhere to certain rules mm-hmm. that they that you can just kind of deal away with uh, on a 2D animated movie. Right. I mean, what was the other one? And I'm actually really unhappy that I didn't get to see this because, so in terms of Disney movies that I really loved when it first came out was Aladdin. Like mm-hmm. I really, and I didn't even get to see that. 
Um, yeah, I didn't see the live action one either. Um, life. Just. Ugh. My understanding is it's more different to the yeah, see, cartoon than this I've is. heard, yeah, exactly. I've heard that that definitely takes more um, creative liberty which you, and changes things. Which people are sometimes afraid to do because it's like, well, we don't want to ruin the original, but it's like, then don't do it. Because you, you have to do something new. And if you're too afraid to do something new, then just leave it alone. Because we already have this movie. We have a right. better version of this movie. I mean, uh, take the, since we're on the same train, uh, like take the Mulan um, trailer. Mm-hmm. They're they they're definitely not. In, oh, see, I keep no forgetting Mushu. names. Yes, thank you. I keep I keep forgetting names. Mushu, Mushu. There's, he's, he's not in it. And Cricket, <laughs> they're not in it. And it and it seems to be. I mean, granted, uh, it's it's an actual tale. The 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 uh, the trailer is very carefully edited. The movie's ninety percent Mushu. <laughs> <laughs> Just the scenes where he's not in it. There was well, exactly. I think what you're referencing is that like most Disney movies are based on fairy tales, historical accounts, things like this, um, old stories or legends. So when you go to redo, when you go to revisit in the live action sense, try to tell something about that original story that you haven't or that you didn't do before. Which looks like they might be doing with Milan, right? Well, I mean, it, it's a very famous story in China. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're. It, it's kind of weird. When I actually think about it, I was like, well, there's already a Chinese story about it, and I think there's an actual movie, uh, maybe a few. But I guess I'm excited to see, just to see how they go about it. Because I, I've, I've actually been really wanting to have more Asian, or at least Chinese, movies brought to Western audiences. Because there are a lot of good stuff that I would just love to see over here. Because uh, I really like the actress, uh, Lu Yifei is her name. She's done a couple of other shows, especially one of, uh, this guy he writes, he's kind of like, I don't really want to equate him to Token, but in terms of that, uh, this guy, his pen name is like Jin Yong. He wrote the story and he was, one of the series was the, the return of the Condor heroes. And she played a character on that, one of the main characters. Things you can do. Watch Return of the Condor Heroes, is that it? Yep. Wait for Mulan. <laughs> um, the fact that we've spent more time talking about movies that aren't this movie should tell you something about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, because it's a, it's a remake, right? So, I mean, everyone already knows the story of The Lion King. And this doesn't bring anything new to it. It doesn't bring anything new. In fact, new. it yeah. takes fun things and out of it. It waters it down. Yeah. Yeah. Neuters it. That should be the headline for this uh, this podcast neutered <laughs> richard and ted discuss lion king's neutered state <laughs> <laughs> i think i mean i know you just talked about mulan and i'm actually curious to see that as well but i think disney just needs to not do this there's i know a, yeah. there's no reason to unless you're going to do like if you if they can start showing me that they're doing something different with them bring something then fine to the table. but if right. you're just if all you're doing is trying to get us into the theater because we grew up with these, but now they look more realistic. It's not, it, you're not doing any justice to your no. movies. And I think this bubble is going to burst at some point. One of these movies is going to fail. I'm hoping. And I think that's why they're coming out so fast is because I think Disney knows that they too. Know. Yeah. And then so eventually we will have already paid for them all by the time the last one really crashes and burns. I guess, I mean, hey, if they keep doing this whole animal thing, I'm excited for Bambi with Thumper and then Bambi's mom. I mean, really, I mean, if you're, I mean, what are they going to do? No, your, your mom wasn't shot. She was just taken over to this farm to, to be for the rest of her life. But see, an, an adaptation of Bambi would be just as boring as this. I know. 
But if they're gonna go ahead and recreate all these, what's to stop them from doing Bambi? Yeah. See, even I didn't see Dumbo, but you can tell that movie's a totally different movie. Well, it's Tim from Burton. the trailer. Yeah, I mean, I have a problem with Tim Burton anyway, but at least like kudos for him for not just fucking behalf the audience. It. I think we should stop talking about this movie. Yeah, I think I'm done. It's just, guys, it's just so unnecessary. It is, like, honestly, stay home and watch The Lion King. It's a very good movie. You've done, you've don't, done exactly that. Presumably, if you go with, like, a family, don't pay 40 fucking dollars to watch this. It, it's boring. Actually, did you notice? I, I thought that there's a, there's a four members of, like, this family. They just up and left. Yeah, they should. <laughs> If I if if I had a child, especially if they especially if they hadn't seen the movie yet, like the the original, I'd be like, "There's no way I'm letting you finish this. We're gonna go home and watch the original." Lion I'm wondering King. if that's what their reaction was like. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. You can it. watch this if you want to, but your first impression of this story was gonna be this better one right. that I loved as a kid. Ah, uh, well, but not not what's the term? Rose tinted glasses. It's not because that was in our past. Like, if you compare the two, if you watch one next to the other, guaranteed, you'll definitely like the 2D it is animated the, version. The 2D animated one is the same story with mostly the same script, but is more entertainingly presented to you. It is more fun. It is more vibrant. It has more life to it. The, the characters are just more alive. And even though they're more fake, that's what makes them feel more relatable and, con- and connected to you. That's why you like them so much. Because they're not fucking cats <laughs> yeah um thank you for listening everyone uh remember to visit us at characterarc.net. you can visit us on facebook you can visit us on instagram both at character arc um please subscribe and like our podcast on spotify on google podcasts on apple podcasts or wherever you find podcasts thank you my name is richard i'm somebody i'm ted <laughs> dead inside ted. just done